All right. Hey, it is Sunday, February the 18th, and the last games are in the books. All the games that count to nationals are done. Dunzo. <sighs> and so here we are with our crappy WCHL podcast. Linda Donnelly is here. Linda, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. All right. So let's uh, hear some crunchy guitars, and then we're going to talk about the most recent games that we saw and maybe some rankings and nationals predictions or national, not predictions, but whatever, you know. Something of the sort. Crunchy guitars. Here we go. All right, Linda. Yes. Let, let me, let me, here, let's make an executive decision right now. Next okay. year, if and when we do the podcast, are we going to keep the crunchy guitars or are we going to find something else new? Uh, I vote for keeping the crunchy guitars. All right. There you go. Executive decision made. Mm -hmm. Alpha and Omega love us for yet another year. That's awesome. Well, and we, okay. And we love them. So, damn right we do. There's one of us right now that is sitting wearing a Papa shirt as we talk. <laughs> God bless America. God bless Sweden. So Yes, there you go. All right. So uh, let's talk about this last weekend of games. We had, uh, we had some Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday games here in the WCHL. Um, it is Sunday, February the 18th. Today is the last day for games that count towards nationals. So it's kind of an exciting weekend. Thursday night, the Colorado State Rams were up in North Dakota playing the Jamestown Jimmies. And they lost the game. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it was a close game. It was a close game. You know, they, they only you, lost three know, to two. I was going to say, do you know the score? Yeah, I I got to watch a little bit of it. Okay. You know, so. Very good. It was, uh, I got to watch a little bit of it as well, and uh, mainly the end, uh, when Colorado State was desperately trying to uh, tie the game up. But yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it looked like it was a decent little game. Yeah, yeah, it was. All right. So there, hey, we're going to blow through this pretty quick. <laughs> there, there, there you go. Uh, Friday, we had some games. Um, the to do, do Colorado State was once again at Jamestown, and that game was it was close as well, a little bit closer, or not closer, yeah. but it was close. What was, was it three to one? Wasn't it? It was four to two. So I mean, it's technically yeah. close. There you go. Kind of four to two. Look at you. It, it could have been worse. So I mean, you know, at least they had some goals in there. Yeah, very nice. Um, so four to two, they lost that game. Um, and it and it was one of those was an empty netter, so it was really a three two game. Yeah. Um, let's see what else here. I'm scrolling through the scores here because my mind. <laughs> Friday we had Arkansas was hosting Lindenwood. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's number three at number thirty four, and hey, you know what? It was five to nothing, Lindenwood. Yeah, that's respectable. That could have been mm. a lot uglier. So, oh yeah, yeah, it could have been a lot uglier. So uh, good for them. Good for them. That's that's not bad. Um, Missouri State hosted McKendry. Um, that was a three to one win for Missouri State up there at MediaCom Ice Park. That was a little bit closer than expected. You would expect that Missouri State, a Division One, would smoke the ever loving heck out of a Division Two team. Mm hmm. But McKendry's pretty good. I think they're fourth in their region. And that's the toughest region in Division Two. So, I mean, that's not bad. So, and then, as usual, Missouri State, you know, can't stay out of the penalty box, you know, because they, I don't know if they think it's a free for all just because it's a D2 team they're playing, but I think that's all I'll say about that. Ooh, a little, uh, little salty there. <laughs> a little salty from the Ice Bears super fan. Well, I'm more, I'm more salty for Saturday, but we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, we got two more games to get through. All right, so the other the other games, uh, Central Oklahoma flew to Pittsburgh and played the Robert Morris, Pennsylvania. And uh, UCO beat Robert Morris 5-1. to one. Uh, There was no broadcast of those games. However, um, the UCO photographer being the 
um, uh, a resourceful young lady that she is. Her name is Betsy Timken. She set up her laptop behind one of the nets and just streamed it uh, for all to see on Facebook, which was kind of ingenious. So, uh, hey, good for her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. And then uh, the last game that uh, happened on Friday night was Arizona State went down to the TCC to play U of A. And that was a four to three shootout victory for Arizona State. How about that? That was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, very. It was. Uh, it's kind of funny. I was w- listening to the broadcast um, um, in the Arizona broadcaster. It was three to nothing Arizona uh, right off the in the first period, and the Arizona broadcaster starts uh, apologizing basically in, in advance to all of the ASU fans for the score that's about to be run up. Um, because, you know, of goal differential and rankings and how we have to make it to nationals, that sort of thing. So we're not running it up. We're not going to run up the score because we hate you. We're running up the score because we have to. Uh-huh. And I just thought to myself, whoops, the hockey gods are. Yep. They're always pay you back for that one. And sure enough, I mean, no sooner did it get said that Arizona State scored a goal. They scored another goal in the second period, another goal in the third period. And bada bing, bada boom. Next thing you know, you're in a shootout mm-hmm. and they lose the shootout two to nothing. So I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. That's what, you know, that's that's like in a, in a in, when the, when there's a a shutout, you never mention the word shutout, mm-hmm. right? Because you just screwed it up. The hockey gods are gonna make you pay for that one. Yeah, that's why you don't just you don't talk smack in that way, you know, because it will come back and bite you. No bueno. Wow. So, anyways, so that was Friday night. That was exciting. Boy, um, I, I guess I should have asked, did you get to see any of those games? But it sounds like you got to see the Missouri State game. I got to see parts of the Missouri State game. I Like only the first period, and then I had to leave the house. But Okay. And I watched a little bit of it here and there at the bar. <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> a, a, ded- a dedicated hockey fan you are. Well, I was. I was. Well, I mean, the bands weren't coming on yet, so I had to do something while I was sitting at the table. So. Golly, listen to you. <laughs> the bands weren't coming on yet at the bar, so I had to sit and watch hockey. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard life, man. Rough you. life. Rough life you lead there, kid. <laughs> uh, all right, so Saturday, let's talk about Saturday's games. Um, Saturday afternoon up in Pittsburgh, UCO laid an egg and lost 4-3 to three to Robert Morris, Pennsylvania in overtime. Interesting, interesting. Um, And I know we got to see little bits and pieces of that game, but uh, wow, not not good. Once again, props to the UCO team photographer for setting up her laptop so we can see the action from one end of the ice. Uh, So that was pretty ingenious of her. Good for her. Uh, University of Utah came down to Norman to play Oklahoma on Saturday afternoon, and that turned out to be an ugly four to nothing Oklahoma victory and ugly, not because of the score, but ugly because of it was an ugly win. Well, it was just an ugly 60 minutes of hockey. Nobody wanted to be yeah. there. Yeah. Um, uh, over in Arkansas, Lindenwood um, came undone on Arkansas. They won eight to two. However, it was a, I believe it was a two to two game after one and a three to two game after two. And in the third period, apparently Linwood just went nutty and scored a bunch of goals because the final was eight to two. In fact, here I'm going to look up the. Uh... Oh, I take it back. I it thought was, it was. It was two to two. It was, but it was two to two after one. It was five to two. Um, so they scored six goals in the last two periods, is what it was. <sighs> Anyways. Um, still respectable. I mean, it could have been a lot worse, but, uh, mm-hmm. not as good as the, um, five goal game the night before. So let's see. Okay. And then, uh, what else do we have? We had McKendry at Missouri state. That was an interesting game <laughs> that turned out to be an eight to seven McKendry win in overtime over Missouri state. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get to see any of that game? I'll ask you that. Did you get to see any of that game? I- not not really. Um, I okay. was having problems with the feed. Oh, problems with the feed. Hey, you so, know, um, and I don't here? think it was the feed. I think it was my my connection because I was still at the rink and, oh. you know, that can be a problem. I thought you were still at the bar. 
I thought you were still No, that was a different night. <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm saying. I had to go watch hockey. Yeah, I left the bar to go watch hockey, and then you know after hockey. <laughs> all right, all right. I didn't know if anyway. you were still there at the bar 24 hours later. Oh, I've got to go watch hockey still. Oh, the... um, it, it could happen. You know, when you score seven goals in a game, you should win. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, geez, when you let in eight, it's tough to win. So. Uh, they, they were down what seven two seven three for the longest time, and then they they came back. Obviously, they came back. Uh, yep. You know, and and tied it, but still, McKendry. Uh, well, hey, there you go. You know, there you go. Goaltending, uh, goaltending can help you, and goaltending can hurt you. And well, on a, on a night that that it, oh, it was just it was just such an important night, and it was just a really a brutal loss. Brutal, brutal loss. But luckily for them, it does not count in the rankings. And then uh, up in North Dakota, Colorado State finished up their season on their tour of North Dakota. They played number one Minot, and that was a 4-1 to one Minot victory over CSU. So CSU goes over North Dakota on the weekend. Um, but you know what? They kept the scores respectable, and um, uh, good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Tough, good, tough season up there in Fort Collins. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. So uh, hopefully they made it home safe. <laughs> Colorado was off uh, this weekend. Let's see. Missouri State played. Arkansas played. Oklahoma played. Central Oklahoma played. Arizona, Arizona State, CSU. Okay, yeah. So Colorado was the only team that was off. And then, uh, so, okay, those are Saturday's games. And then we had two games here on Sunday. Um, uh, we had Oklahoma hosted Utah once again. That was a... If Saturday's game was ugly, Sunday's game was butt ugly because <laughs> I mean it was brutal. It was a six to nothing Oklahoma victory, but holy smokes, I it was zero zero after yeah. one. It was zero zero like halfway into the second period. And I could I, I mentioned I had to help out and count shots because for other reasons, but um I mentioned to the people that I was working there with, I said, this is going to be a zero zero game and it's going to go to a shootout. I mean, nobody wants to score. It was all neutral zone stick play. It was ugly. And then, uh, Oklahoma, you know, got some breakaways and six to nothing. There you go. Third yeah, period. It took what to the final three minutes of the second, I think is when they finally got on board. So yeah, it was a, it was a slow, Oh, slow long game yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah, nobody, yeah, no, nobody wanted to be there. The referee didn't want to be there. The teams didn't want to be there. The fans didn't want to be there. The commissioner didn't want to be there. It was ugly. And um, then here this afternoon, Arizona State in Arizona hooked up for the last game of the season or the last game of Arizona State season down in uh, Tucson. And that was a six to one, turned out to be a six to one Arizona victory over ASU. Um, so a little redemption from Friday night's four to three oh, uh, shootout loss. And I can confirm, um, I can't say the word, but it was, well, I can say that it was a gong show. Um, because um, there were a couple of fights. Um, let's see here. I'm looking at the score sheet that I'm going to have to turn in here in a little bit. There were six disqualifications. Oh, geez. Uh, there was a goaltender fight. Uh, Austin Wilson and oh, Jack cool. Burkle fought at center ice, which was interesting at 942 of the third period. Um, or with 942 left, I should say. So what's that? 1018. So yeah, we had, um, Let's see. Here's Arizona State DQ, Arizona State DQ, Arizona DQ, Arizona <laughs> DQ, and then Arizona, Arizona State DQ. So three from each. So that's one way to end wow. the season. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was not good. It was a lack of discipline. 33, well, I'm 33 penalties listed on the sheet, but they don't, sometimes they don't list them correctly. Like, So there's going to be more. I think it's going to end up with like 40 penalties. Insane. Jeez. Insane. <laughs> Arizona is trying to go to nationals, and um, luckily for them, they have two more games next week at UNLV because they're going to have to wash out some of these DQs. Um, anyways, uh, 
kind of kind of an ugly way to a disappointing. I mean, good for U of A that they won. Sucks for ASU that they lost how they did, but uh, boy, not not the not the way you want to end the season uh, with a bunch of fights and DQs. Yeah. yeah. Gong show. Cue the gong. I'll have to make sure I go look that up, though. I always like to see a good goalie fight, even when they shouldn't be. <laughs> oh, God, don't encourage them, Linda, please. Don't well, that's what I mean. It's like they shouldn't be because I don't want them to be disqualified, you know, but because they're our conference. But at the same time, the hockey fan in me is like, yes, goalie fight. <laughs> you know, and Wilson and, and Burke, all the, yeah, I mean, I'm totally going to watch that later. All right, all right, Interesting, interesting. <laughs> Not encouraging you guys at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not encouraging, but I'm going to go hustle and go watch it pretty quick. I can't wait to watch it, but don't do that, okay? <laughs> all right, so there we go. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll listen to uh, uh, some music, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about something. I, I've got I've got two things I want to talk about. Um, okay. So, And I'm sure you've got some things you want to talk about, too. All right, here's the intermission music. Hold on. All right, Linda. So I've got at least two things I want to talk about. Okay. Get after it. First one, um, props to the University of Utah. Mm -hmm. Because... And I know they're not in our conference. They won in our conference. Trust me. Oh, that's that's a whole other story. Um, I spent a lot of time at the rink this weekend. Mm-hmm. But um, the, uh, uh, the, the, the the props to the University of Utah because on uh, Saturday they were wearing black jerseys with the gorgeous. With the Utah U inside their little, I don't know, the hoop or whatever it is with the Indian feather hanging off, looked pretty nice. And then yeah, those were gorgeous. Absolutely. And then today they wore reds, road reds with the double U's on there, the U of U. So props to them for coming with two sets of road jerseys. Um, that mm. was uh, pretty impressive, and they looked good. And and you know what? The coaching staff looked good. They all had these. Now, Grant, and when I go, saw them up close, they were kind of thin, but they had these uh, kind of gray knee-length top coats that were. Uh, mm. um, uh, so the coaching staff looked uniform. All three of them looked like you know businessmen up there on the you know, on the on the coaching whatever you call it, the coaching bench behind the, the players, but they all, you know, it's good, good for them. It was uh, a uniform look and it looked snazzy. So there's my, yeah. there's, there's numero uno for, for me that I wanted to talk okay. about. I thought that was pretty sharp. No, I was just going to say that they did look sharp. They did yeah. look good. So, and, and they brought some, they brought a bunch of people too. They brought a photographer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saw she her. was nice her at one point she was climbing a ladder to shoot over the glass and i thought poor thing mm-hmm. she's gonna- i told her i'm like i haven't even ever shot on a ladder over this glass so i'm like here's your ladder good luck <laughs> good luck to you kid so she got into the penalty box today and i could have i mean it was obvious she'd never been in the penalty box one of the utah kids was coming to the penalty box and she's just looking at him and i'm like well open the damn door um, but, uh, anyways, I, I was ready for camera bits and pieces to be all over the ice because I figured she wouldn't know enough to, uh, get mm. out of the way, but, uh, yeah, they brought, they brought a lot of, they brought some folks. Did they bring some video folks too? I think so. Yeah. And one of them got hit by a puck during warmups. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, the camera, it, it landed right on top of the camera and smacked it pretty good, but smacked the camera or the kid, <laughs> the camera. 
<laughs> but I went over there and made sure she was all right. She looked a little terrified. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like we laughed at her, and then it's like, okay, are you all right? You know, are you all right? Because we scared because we want to continue laughing at you. Are you okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're evil. So yeah. yeah. The um, you know, the other thing I thought it was kind of funny, you know, Utah, when you think of Utah, all right, this is probably speaks more of me than anything. When, but when I think of Utah, obviously you think of uh, the Mormon religion and the Church of Latter-day Saints. Uh, I don't think there are an awful lot of uh, Mormons on that team because I heard an awful lot of cussing left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I realize that BYU is the school, but I also know that Utah is full of um, uh, church members, um, you know, Mormon church members. and. Um, Anyways, I just you'd hear the f bomb. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think they're, I don't think they're, they're obviously not, you know, Church of Latter Day Saints. So, anyways, that's well, uh, that probably speaks more of me as I say than anything else. So, well, and it probably speaks everything about me that I was talking with a couple of them and they were commenting on how awesome it was that we could sell beer at our games, and it took me a second. I'm like, oh yeah, Utah. I'm sorry. Were, so. well, wasn't Oklahoma and Utah like the last two states that had 3.2 beer? Everybody else had real beer? Yeah, probably. I think there was only, there was only like a couple states. So, yeah. And Oklahoma is definitely still one of them. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter or anything. <laughs> Bitterer <laughs> than you already are. Yeah. Right, oh, right. Geez. <laughs> All right. So that's number one. Um, number two. Uh, the, the fun, funny thing happened on uh, uh, Friday night up there at Missouri State. Apparently, they're having issues with a compressor at one of their rinks. And in mm-hmm. order to um, compensate for that compressor that's down, they build up the ice big time on on the rink that's where the compressor's down. And they built up the ice so much that it affected the Zamboni doors where they couldn't close mm-hmm. it properly. And in the middle of the damn game on Friday night, uh, McKendry um, in Missouri State, the referee was literally, they couldn't close the Zamboni door or so, something happened where they couldn't, uh, they couldn't close the Zamboni door um, for the second period. So the referee was going to cancel the game. And luckily, <laughs> someone with a brain up there at Mediacom Ice Park said, hey, you know what? We have another sheet over here exactly and so they just moved the game over from the one rink where the ice was built up to the point where they couldn't close the zamboni door which is a whole nother Mm -hmm. you know i know the missouri state guys listen to this and i you know i'm not a rink guy but holy smokes you know i mean this this this, uh, you know heaves are one thing but when you build up the ice uh, enough to yeah. you can't close the door that's that's operator error as far as i as far as i'm concerned but again i'm not a rink guy and i'm sure not a media combine shrink guy um but luckily someone with a brain said hey you know what we got another rink over here and so um the referee he might have wanted to go home early um <laughs> uh but no such luck for him they moved the game despite despite uh, him wanting to go home early and call just call the game and say where's my money um, they moved the, uh, they moved all the public skate off of that other rink and, uh, played the game, the rest of the game over on the other sheet, <laughs> which, uh, you know, props to props to MSU and the, and the ice bears folks, uh, for being flexible in, uh, malleable or whatever you want to say it, uh, to, to, to just pick up and move from one rink to the other. That's awesome. We've had that happen here at Oklahoma once or twice before with some terrible ice management in Edmond. I remember a UCO Arizona game had to move from one rink to another. Um, and uh, so I know that that happens. But yeah, uh, props to Missouri State for uh, getting it done. And of course, that's the game where they won three to one. They should have stayed over on that rink maybe for uh, the eight to seven yeah, right. loss the next day, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Well, that was kind of interesting, you know. All that kind of no, all, it was. all this junk happens at the end of the season, of course. You know, goalie fight, mm-hmm. end of the season. Zamboni door won't open, end of the season. You know, what do you what do you expect? Yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So, anyways, those are the two things I had in my little pea brain to talk about. I'm sure you've got some things to talk about. Uh, no, I don't. 
<laughs> thanks, Linda. Thanks. You're welcome. All right. Well, hey, well then let's. All right. All right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you some. I'll tell you a funny story. Let's do it. Because you you were there. You you might remember this. Uh oh. Because I was loud about it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you loud never. No, never, never. So on uh, Saturday night with at OU and and Utah, you know we were. I took off of my duties of the penalty box and was hanging out with a couple of my friends that I don't get to really see and talk hockey with a whole lot because we're always working a game. And uh, about halfway through the third, it's like, you know, crap, we really got to do our our prediction for the outcome of this game. Because, I mean, it oh, was. Geez. It was slow. Nothing was happening. Oh, what? No. Oh, no. oh, you know where I'm going with this. I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we we picked our final scores and yeah and it was looking like uh, Tabitha was gonna win since uh, she did stick with the three nothing score there and then lo and behold Charlie Shepard gets a penalty shot called thirteen seconds remaining in the in the third period it was stressful and intense for us three watching that <laughs> and <laughs> mainly because they were getting ready to lose. And lose they did. He did score on that penalty shot with 13 seconds left. And I am the winner again with the, the 4 nothing uh, final. So I'll say that. Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> so you're tooting your own horn. Absolutely. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> too funny. How about this? It was funny, though. It was a great It was a great night. I really enjoyed being able to hang out with them. and, and uh and everything those, it's not something we get to do too often those those two friends of yours uh you were busy in the penalty box in at the before the game um we made predictions as to the game outcome and okay. all three of us lost um so your predictions that uh that you did with amanda and tabitha were the revised predictions because the game had obviously gone um, the other way from how the original predictions went. So, uh, but but props to you for um, uh, for coming through and winning. Congratulations! I'm 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 still taking the victory. So yeah, I can tell. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> taking the victory lap still. Yeah, don't break your arm there, kid. Uh, I gotta do nice. what I gotta do. I'm very, telling you. Very nice. Well, I'll I'll tell you. know, that's that's part of a fun little thing that I I like to do. Um, we had uh, uh, today. I had the opportunity to, you know, score sheet and shots and everything for the Oklahoma game because the times got yanked around on folks three different times. Uh, game game start yeah. times got moved around for this game. It was a four o'clock start. It was a three o'clock start. It was a two o'clock start. Now it's a one o'clock start. People, you know, couldn't be there. That sort of thing. So I had to. I was the poor substitute uh, for writing yeah. out the score sheet. And, um, you know, we played the, okay, what's the final outcome of this thing going to be? And, um, uh, the predictions today were two to one, three to one, four to one. So, uh, with the final score being six to nothing, uh, nobody won. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And see, and I noticed I wasn't invited in on that one. So, you were in the penalty. Y'all are sick of losing. <laughs> you were <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were in the penalty box. Yeah, You're, you know where I belong. Well, where where how they have that? It's kind of like the cone of sight. Do you do you remember like watching the match games when the on the, the old game shows when you go into the soundproof booth while you're the other person mm -hmm. who answers the questions? That's yeah. where we were. It's kind of like a soundproof booth because, like, I know the officials. I know most of the officials um, that come here to Oklahoma, Central Oklahoma, Arkansas, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so when I see them, I give them a hard time. I boo them and I tell them they stink and all that kind of crap. Mm -hmm. So here are these three knuckleheads come out on the ice and I'm booing and I'm giving them the thumbs down and they can't hear me at all because it's like a glass enclosed <laughs> case. you know. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we, I know. We, we, we were trying to uh, get the attention of some uh, what some of the penalty box workers to join our fun little predictions contest, but unfortunately they were too busy doing other things because they couldn't hear us. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. So anyways, yeah. interesting. Interesting. How about this? The you know, go ahead. Yes. No, no. And, and I know sure? what, I'm positive. Go. What? That, well, I was just going to say it was actually, I thought entertaining today that it, it kind of felt like old times 
you working up there in the in the scorecard booth there and uh, and me in the penalty box giving you a hard time it went uh how about this it went a heck of a lot smoother than it has in years past because Mm-hmm. We pay attention. We know what's going on. Mm-hmm. There's no buzzing the referee over to say, what was that? So, yeah, but that's just me tooting my own horn. Um, I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> the um, How about this? Central Oklahoma flew up to Pittsburgh. Um, it's kind of wild how they had to do this. They had to, instead of flying directly out of Oklahoma City, they found it cheaper to hop on a bus and drive down to Dallas and fly out of Dallas to Pittsburgh. So right now, hopefully they're on a bus back from Dallas. They flew from Pittsburgh to Dallas today and are driving back to Oklahoma City. Um, but last night, uh, yesterday's game against Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, the one they lost 4-3 to three in overtime, it was an afternoon contest, a 2-20 in the afternoon contest, which meant they had the opportunity to go watch the Pittsburgh Penguins last night. Mm-hmm. So uh, kind of interesting. Good for them. You know, part of the – Part of the fun with the ACHA is that you, um, you know, you you get to go to some of the more exotic places in the world, right? You get to mm-hmm. go to places like Norman, Oklahoma, Springfield, Missouri, mm-hmm. Minot, North Dakota, Tempe, Arizona. Yesterday, you know, who knows how many of those Canadian kids on UCO's team uh have ever have ever been or will ever get the chance to ever go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania ever again. But they did. Mm-hmm. And so they got to go to Pittsburgh and they got to go to an NHL game. The Penguins played the Maple Leafs. So they got to see, you know, a couple of the best players in the world and Sidney Crosby and Austin Matthews and Evgeny Malkin and whoever else is up there. Who's still playing? Well, Kessel's playing, but he plays for the for the Pens now. Um, I'm trying to think of who's playing for the uh, for the Leafs. That's any good? Um, Boza, Tyler Bozak. Besides so, Matthews, yeah, I was going to say Austin Matthews and everybody else. So, but uh, not not bad. You know, pretty good, pretty good little gig for the ACHA. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for the players, it's kind of nice that the kids get a chance to go places. So, all right. Anything else on the, uh, on the Gritch list or on the stuff you want to talk about? Nah, I'm good. Let's hear a horn. We're going to come back and talk rankings and what we can expect coming up here for nationals. Hold on. All right, Linda, the today, as we, as we said at the get from the jump, Today's the last day for games that count towards rankings. The uh, the final ranking, or not the final ranking, but the ranking that will count towards nationals is going to come out. I think it's officially going to be released on Wednesday, but teams are going to find out uh, Monday and Tuesday where they land, where they are. Everybody, I think it's fair to say everybody like in the top 15 um, knows that they're going to nationals, uh, but it's uh, teams 16, 17, 18, and 19 that's kind of wondering, you know, the, that bubble team, because you have to be, we have three auto bids this year. Um, so Pitt, Drexel, and Buffalo are taking spots 18, 19, and 20, which means you have to be 17 or better. So those teams that are in their rankings at 15, 16, 17, or 18, they're just sitting there on pins and needles. Wanting to know, are we going to nationals or not? Have we done enough to get there? Mm-hmm. And, um, the, 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 the ranking that came out the last Wednesday has the same top four. Um, let's see here. Minot State, Adrian Lindenwood in Ohio. And then after that, uh, five through 12, that's Illinois, Robert Morris, Central Oklahoma with seven, Colorado is eight, Jamestown nine, Liberty, Michigan, Dearborn, and Las Vegas. So that's five through 12. 13, 14, and 15 are Iowa State, Stony Brook, and Davenport. And then the teams that probably need to pay close attention to the rankings this week are Arizona, Missouri State, Midland, and Syracuse, uh, Midland and Kent State. Um, Arizona 16, Missouri State 17, Midland is 18, Kent State is 20. Um, Syracuse is 19, but they've been suspended by their university for the rest of the season due to a fight that they had with the fans at NYU off the ice. 
And so uh, Syracuse, even though they're moving up in the rankings <laughs> while they're forfeiting games, <laughs> um, uh, they're not going to nationals. So, mm-hmm. uh, anyways, kind of, kind of uh, something for for folks to look forward to. Uh, I'm expecting, quite honestly, it's I I don't have my in. I haven't talked to the computer guru, the wizard, all hat, no cape. Um, but I'm expecting Arizona to stay put at 16. I'm expecting Missouri State to stay put at 17, and I'm expecting Midland and Kent State not to make it to nationals. Um, we'll see how good my prediction comes out when uh, when the official ranking is released. I believe it's supposed to be officially it's supposed to be released on Wednesday, but my sense is is it it might happen on Tuesday. So, hmm. yeah, and what that what that means if we were to look at uh, the Nationals forecast right now, it means that Arizona and Missouri State would play one another in the opening in their opening game at Columbus which would suck. It would suck big time. They've played each other three times all season long. They're in the conference and, you know, you don't go all the way to nationals to play a team you've already played before. But, but, you know, you're also happy to be at nationals. I know when I was with Oklahoma for years and years and years, um, we really enjoyed playing teams. We never, (laughs) we, we hadn't seen all the time. I, no knock on Iowa State, but you know we had already played them in the season. We didn't want to see them again. So when we got paired up with Delaware or Oakland, or one year we had to play. Um, oh, geez, I'm trying to think of the name. It was like uh, Scranton or something like that. Uh, you know, we 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 loved those games, but the times we had to play Liberty or uh, Lindenwood. You know, we're like, oh, come on. We've already played them five times throughout the season. You know, give me a break. So, anyways, sucks. Well, sucks. I mean, sucks that they have to play one another, especially two conference teams playing one another at nationals, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So, and uh, I'm sure they're just going to be fat, dumb, and happy to be there. So. Well, I mean, I was kind of curious about what Midland beating UNLV is going to mean for Missouri State in the long run, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Missouri, I don't think Midland, um, Midland has, um, this is just me again, no insight. This is just me purely speculating. Um, uh, my guess is Midland, their, their win on Saturday against UNLV was what I think was their first win in, the past six or seven games. So it's kind of hard, yeah. kind of hard to overcome coming into coming into this week of play. They were five, 13 and zero. So they finished just so what's that? That's 18 games, right? So they split. So now they are six, 14 and zero. I don't think six, 14 and zero gets you there. Um, that's, well, it shouldn't, but yeah, yeah. I mean, when you win, you know less than one third of your of your games. Um, yeah, I just I, it, I I don't think again no insight. I don't think Midland's going to make it. So um, even despite the the big five to one or six to one win they had against UNLV last night. So I'm expecting uh, what I'm what I'm expecting is an Arizona Missouri State sixteen seventeen matchup. Um, I'm expecting, uh, Colorado and central Oklahoma. I I would, I would expect Colorado to jump central Oklahoma. Quite honestly, Colorado didn't play this weekend. Central Oklahoma did, but they lost to Robert Morris, Pennsylvania. So I kind of, I expect there to be a flip-flop and, uh, Illinois, I know beat Robert Morris, Illinois twice. So I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be at all surprised if Colorado, if there's some jumbling between Robert Morris, Illinois, Central Oklahoma, and Colorado, meaning Colorado uh, moves up ahead of Central, and um, uh, they might even move ahead of Robert Morris, Illinois, to get up to the sixth spot. Um, I, I I fully expect that um, uh, Minot State, Adrian Lindenwood, and Ohio will say the same. Ohio split with Iowa State. I can't. 
I mean, it would be a shocker, but I, I, I can't imagine Ohio dropping out of the fourth spot to, to five, mm-hmm. but who knows? I guess anything's yeah. possible. So, and then we're looking at uh, Pitt, Drexel, and Buffalo playing on, um, you know, on uh, in the play-in games. Pitt will probably pull a, uh, well, who, who knows? Pitt will be 18, Buffalo will be 19, Drexel will be 20. So Drexel is 20, will pull the number 13 team, which right now looks to be Iowa State, but it could be Vegas. Um, um, uh, who, Buffalo pulls the number 14 team, which looks to be Stony Brook. And Pitt pulls the number 15 team, which right now looks to be Davenport. So that'll all be good. And then the winners of those games get the pleasure of playing numbers one through four. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Congratulations. You won a Sucks game. to be you. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you win a game. Now you get to go get pounded in game two. So mm-hmm. hey, power to them. That's why you play the games. Miracles can happen. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. All right. So that, that'll that be something exciting to look forward to. Now, as I understand it, Linda, we're going to have a special guest um, predictor. Last year, we had Ryan Armstrong from Missouri State come on to the podcast, and we went through the Nationals field, and he gave us his insight as to who he thought was going to win it all. Damned if he didn't, and I still owe him a case of beer for it. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a special guest prognosticator. Is that correct? Yes, we will. And that person's name is? That would be the goaltender from Colorado State, Mr. Dax Dietrich. Oh, very nice. Probably cannot offer him a case of beer. I think his parents or the authorities would not look kindly on that. Mm-hmm. He's probably, who knows if he's, we'll a, figure- who knows if he's of age or not, but probably not right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. He probably doesn't like alcohol at all. I mean, I don't know really any hockey players in their 20s that that do that probably so. ought to offer him maybe a case of pencils because he's probably that in some papers since he's studying so hard yes classes yes maybe some blue books and some pencils we could send him some uh some canes coffee and a, a special oklahoma treat or something <laughs> okay they still make canes is that still around <laughs> you got me <laughs> you got me i have no clue I was thinking maybe some Odos so he can stay awake and read some more. Um, you know, because I'm sure he's oh Mountain Dew studying. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not sharing Mountain Dew. Sorry. Um, oh, oh. All the Mountain Dews are mine. I tried. All the Mountain Dews are mine. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, all right. Well, what else do you got for me? I don't think I have anything else for you. How about this? Uh, is there going to be a selection show? Negatory. There will not be an ACHA Division One reveal show. Okay. Can I ask why not? Well, sure. Because, <laughs> um, you know who's going to the thing. You know those yeah. reveal shows are kind of they're very. Um, I'm not going to say labor intensive, but you know if if the ACHA had a central office and had a broadcasting outfit, then we could do it. Um, mm-hmm. but you know what? The ACHA is a nice, um, uh, conglomeration of universities from around. Um, and so we don't have a, um, so, uh, uh, how do I say this nicely? Uh, the reveal show sometimes uh, is more trouble than it's worth. Um, well, and it's, there's not yeah. much suspense. What, what's the suspense going to be? Who's 16 and 17, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so why kill 30 minutes um, for two slots? You know, God. No, 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 you know, go ahead. No, I mean, I get it because usually it's Liberty that does it. And, you know, and I understand that aspect of it, that there isn't really a centralized ACHA group that can do that. I I get that. Uh, but it was, it used to be fun to do. And I get it now that it's just easier to throw the rankings out. Well, you know, and that's and that's fine because, you know, yeah. What are they going to talk about? Here, you know, it, it will kill a half hour, here, you know. Here, so, I mean, I get that. Here, here, here's something. Here's something else. Um, and it's um, it's probably more, more more information than 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 you bargained for. Um, back <laughs> when we had the reveal show, we also didn't have um, unofficial rankings 
Um, or in, in, in quite honestly, I don't think it's not the fact that we have unofficial rankings, but people pay cl- very close attention to the rankings now and they understand them a little bit more. And when I say people, I mean mm-hmm. the coaches. So beforehand, when we had the reveal show, there wasn't <clears throat> the, the methodology wasn't very well known to coaches. And so it was a real honest to God surprise, um, when you would see the reveal show, um, but nowadays, you know, we have rankings. We have ranking. We have some unofficial uh, rankings outfitters out there. We also have some official. I mean, you can find them online, um, whether it's the My Hockey Rankings or the USHSHO, I think is how the U, U.S. High School Hockey Online, um, you know, that do these um, unofficial or official rankings. And so, uh, you know, people find a way to get this stuff, uh, to, to get that information. Whereas five, 10 years ago, when we did a reveal show, um, that, that type of stuff wasn't available. So it's, uh, the need for a, re- a reveal show really isn't there And here in, in here's, but here's the second part of that. I want to say it was five years ago. Um, it might've been shorter. We had a. Um, Liberty used to do the reveal show and they did a great job. Rhett McGibbon did a great job. Um, they always do a great job at, at Liberty. Uh, you know, if there's one thing that Liberty university and Jerry Falwell and the, Oh, I, I forget the name of the, of the Baptist church that he's affiliated with, but if there's one thing that they're very good at, it is TV productions and generating cash flow. And mm-hmm. so um, you know, that all of the effort and all of the technology that gets put into those Sunday morning broadcast from the, uh, from the church, the nationwide, they use those facilities to generate one impressive, um, hockey sports broadcast outfit. I mean, they do a, a great, a tremendous job. And then Arizona State um, was around. They were uh, they had the Cronkite School of Broadcasting out there at ASU, and they also did a great job in terms of putting on game broadcasts. In one year, the powers that be, and this was before I became one of those powers, but one year the powers that be decided, you know what, we're going to give the reveal show to Arizona State and not Liberty. And the Arizona State people did not understand the need, the necessity of timing of the reveal show. They were going to, let's say the, the, the um, uh, nationals was going to be on March 1st. They were going to have the reveal show like the Wednesday before national started. And we're like, no, 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 no. It does not work that way. And they didn't, they were going to do a full on production with packages and all sorts of video bits and bites. And we're like, holy smokes, people, you're not, you don't get it. We need to know the teams need to know so that they can make plane reservations, hotel reservations, bus reservations, whatever they need to do. We're not going to be able to do Mm -hmm. it on three days notice. You know, the ACT rules require that um, you have at least 17 days notice. So if you'll notice today, it's February the 18th. 17 days from now will be when, um, uh, not 17 days, but... I think it's, oh, what are we looking at here? So today's the 18th. It's close enough because um, mm-hmm. it's March the 8th. There you go. It's seven. It's 18 days from now is when uh, the national tournament starts. So uh, anyways, Arizona State really, they, they screwed the pooch that year. And instead of having a nice reveal show for a half hour with lots of bells and whistles and, you know, whiz bangs and all that stuff, they literally had a girl get on there who said, I'm the one that's supposed to produce the show. I didn't understand it. I, I apologize. Here are the 20 teams. And it was like <laughs> a three minute, just a blah. You know, the lady just got out there and just went, blah. you know, just. They, they threw her to the well, wolves. They, well, they vomited. She just got out there and vomited the, 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 the 20 teams out there. And it was just. I think it was, I think it was that experience that said to the powers at the ACHA that said, you know what, we don't really need this anymore. This is more of a headache than it's worth. 
So I know now at some of the lower levels of the ACHA, men's two, men's three, they've done reveal shows. One of them, men's two, did it out of Liberty this past week, and it was it was okay. Um, but, you know, um, it's not very well advertised. It's kind of hidden. If you look on the ACHA mm-hmm. website, there's little to no information regarding regionals. Um, mm-hmm. Division three did a reveal show, and that is up on the ACHA website. But it's, um, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, it, it 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 was out of Central Michigan, and it was okay. I mean, it's, but it's, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I guess, count me down is not necessarily a fan of reveal shows. Uh, knowing what I know now about uh, dealing with people and getting productions done correctly, I totally do not blame the ACHA for being done with it. My whole thing with why I enjoyed watching the reveal show wasn't so much the surprise because, you know, you pretty much knew what was going to happen. But it, I enjoyed hearing them talk about the other teams, the teams that I never get to see until it's nationals time. So they would you know, Liberty and that would always do a really good job with that. So it helped me learn a little bit more about the teams that I was getting ready to watch my teams play in nationals. Yep. That's my only thing. So now I guess it's just our job to do it. So we'll have our nationals, our own national show here. This There week. you go. I like it. We'll get Mr. Diedrich on so. and we'll get his learned predictions. We'll get your semi-educated predictions and we'll get my non-predictions. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out. We'll, We'll go in with a. Uh, we'll figure out who's going to be the uh, the potential national champion. We'll see if we can't go two for mm-hmm. two since Ryan Armstrong nailed it last year. <laughs> yeah, I think we could do oh, it. I hope so. I hope so. I have faith. I have faith. <laughs> hey, um, I, I know we've rambled on a little bit, but um, tell me, are you watching any Olympic hockey? I have been here and there. I did a little bit on what night was that? Friday night. There was some hockey on when I got home. So I, yeah. I'm enjoying at like two a.m. Yeah, I'm enjoying the fact that hockey is on when I go to bed at night, and hockey is on when I wake up in the morning. So that's kind of fun. Uh, All right. I mean, it's kind of like perfect right now. <laughs> I woke up and I watched a little bit of Finland versus Sweden, or Finland versus Norway, or something like that. Watched the USA get pumped by Russia. Um. Uh, watched, uh, uh, you know, watched uh, some shootout. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying some of the, I, 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 this is just me and this is the evil part of me. I really enjoy uh, rooting for games to go to overtime and shootouts just because I want to, you know, see the excitement of everything from, uh, oh my God, you know, that, that thing almost went in. <laughs> you know, Canada lost in a shootout the other day and it was great. Not because Canada lost, although that was a good side benefit in my mind. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the Canadian guy faked the ever loving bejesus out of whatever goalie it was, the Slovakian, Slovenian, I think it was, I don't know. And he had, had a wide open, not a wide open net, but he had an open net basically to shoot at. And he puts a backhander off the post and you're like, Oh, that lost the game. I mean, it's hockey's such an amazing game and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a post here, a post there can make the difference. And so that was kind of fun. It's it's definitely one of the main reasons I really love Olympic hockey. It's it it really is a lot of fun to watch. A lot of good skill to watch. No, too. I have to say it sucks that the NHL folks aren't there. Um, and I have to say it's kind of fun to see some uh, some different names. I know there's some names from the AHL that used to play here in Oklahoma City that are playing for Finland and who knows whatever America. Uh, but there are also mm-hmm. some other names uh, from old NHL names that are playing for some other countries. Um, there's a kid, I got a kick out of the fact there's a kid who grew up in Wichita who's playing for Korea. Um, his father played for the old Wichita Thunder out of the Central League. And here's this kid. He's now playing for a Korean hockey team. He grew up in Wichita because his dad played Central Hockey League up there. His name is Cam Plant. And now he's playing for a Korean hockey, uh, Korean hockey, professional hockey team. And I guess he's a citizen of Korea now. So he's playing for Korea. How cool yeah, is that? So that's kind of that's kind of fun. I will say this though: I am not a fan of the Nike uniforms. Um, oh, they're atrocious! I, I, when I when I I saw, I forget who it was. I saw it might have been the Americans. They had 
like a, a great, uh, a, I wouldn't call it graduated or gradiated um, colors on their sleeves, you know, from blue to white. It was like different little ribbons. Mm-hmm. Looks kind of cool. And I thought, man, that's pretty awesome. And then I noticed it was the same damn thing for all the other 12, te- 11 other teams in the tournament. And I thought, man, they're pretty, that just stinks. Why do the same thing? I mean, it's, you know, do something. Yeah. You got 12 teams, do 12 different things. But I know that would have taken I mean, effort. What? Yeah. I don't like that. The, That's the problem. It would take yeah, effort. I don't like that the fonts on the, on the, on the team jerseys are all the same for every, for every, you know, it's the same font. I realize it's Nike and, you know, Nike can do Nike. The swoosh is almighty. I get it. But, um, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. So. I pretty much hate them all. And that's, it's really disappointing because that's one of the great things about hockey are the jerseys. I, I saw Canada, Canada yeah. was playing in, I, you know, I got confused. I watched Canada play Switzerland and it took me about 10 minutes to figure out Canada's wearing black and Switzerland is in the red. You know, Canada's always, <sighs> uh, well, yeah. So, anyways. Interesting. I'm enjoying. But who I'm, are we? I'm enjoying. So. Yeah, yeah. Who are we? They're in Korea and we're not. So, uh, but uh, I'm enjoying that the Olympics or the Olympic hockey. Uh, I guess the women are coming. Heck, they're probably playing right now. So. Yeah, they're supposed to be playing tonight. Yeah, we'll have to turn on the TV and see what's going <laughs> on. All right. Anything else uh, that that you want to prattle on about? You've talked an awful lot today. I got to tell you. I, I apologize for that. I didn't mean to ramble on so much. <laughs> Here's, you know, um, it's it's been a rough day for me. So, you know, I didn't really want to go into it that much. So, but it was, you know, it was the last last home game at OU. So it was a little bit, it was a bit rough for me. Give me a. And this is what it's been. How many? Did you say give me a break? I was gonna say give me a break. Come on. Fine. All right. It was r- it All was right. rough for you because. No, it was just, it was this last home game. I'm going to miss it. You're going to miss a hockey or you're going to miss some of these knucklehead boys or both? I'm going to, I'm going to miss OU hockey. Interesting. I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss hockey. I'm going to miss the going to the games. I'm going to miss all of that. Okay. All right. So that's all I was going to say. No, interesting. Hey, how about this? This is the first time and it's, I mentioned this to my wife. This is the first time in like 13, 14 years. I think that OU has finished the season in Oklahoma. <laughs> They haven't made nationals. I was, <laughs> I was just gonna ask you that. It's because I thought it had been thirteen years, but I wasn't positive. Yeah, and that's that's what's part of what really sucks about today. It's just it's just knowing that, and it's the first time in forever it's happened, and it's just ah, uh, it's a heartbreaker. Offered without comment. So, so interesting. All right. Well, I okay. Well, I was I was just grateful that you weren't. You know, boohooing about you know some of these knuckleheads that are leaving. I mean, come on, they're they're boys. They they they'll be back. You know, you know, th- there's nothing wrong with saying you're going to miss somebody, but it's like not like it's the end of the world. Yeah. You know, I wish them all well. Okay. All right, that's fair. I, you know, I just I'm you know I'm going to have to get a life now because there's no more hockey to watch. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't look forward to you're that. Go- you're going to nationals, right? <sighs> Yeah, so you're going to Nationals, so you have you, you have know, some hockey to look forward to because you're going to get inundated with um, 19 Division One games plus three Division Two games. So there's 22 games in about six days that you're going to get smacked with. So mm-hmm. hockey's not totally over. And, no, it's not. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm very excited about it. I've been waiting for a very long time to get to Nationals, and I'm happy to have the opportunity to do it. And to be there. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Even though I might not sound like it right now, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it to be over. I'm, it hasn't even started and I'm already ready for it to be over. So, I'm excited to get through the tournament. So, all right, very good. Well, hey, we, we've rambled on enough. And obviously, we've uh, if we're talking about crap hockey over in korea we've really run out of topics to talk about so let's get the heck out of here we appreciate all nine listeners for listening to us here on this uh terrible podcast this is what episode 228 of the season insane i can't believe we did 28 of these things already and we've still got a couple more to go wow that's crazy yeah i know 
I still got to keep talking to you on this thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the feeling is mutual. And then, uh, so Uh we thank you for for listening, finding us on SoundCloud and iTunes and Stitcher and wherever else. Um, Send Linda an email at wchlpod at gmail.com. Ask her any sorts of questions, especially if you have questions regarding nationals. Um, And then uh, follow uh, the WCHL pod on Twitter at WCHL pod. It's also on Facebook. Follow the Western Collegiate Hockey League on Twitter at WesternCHL. It's also at WesternCHL.com. And the ACHA as a whole, just follow it on uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, ACHA Men's D1 is the Twitter uh, that we use. And ACHAHockey.org is the site for the ACHA. And there's a link there on the right side for the national tournament as that gets a little closer. So, uh, some exciting times coming up. It'll all be over with soon. It's February 18th. This time, exactly 20, 30 days from now, 28 days, 30 days, 28 days from now, we will be done with ACHA hockey. The tournament goes March 8th through the 18th. So, in, in fact, it'll be four weeks from now. We'll be in Columbus we will have crowned uh, one month from today. We will have crowned a women's two and a women's one champion. And we're probably drinking a beer saying, thank God this is over with. Mm-hmm. So something to look forward to one month yeah. to go. One more month. One more month. All right. In the interim, let's get the heck out of here. I'm going to go pop a Mountain Dew. I'm going to inject it into my arm. Um, and then uh, I'm probably going to go watch some Olympic hockey. So, Linda, thank you for putting up with me for 60 minutes. And say the magic words. We'll get out of here until our special broadcast to talk about nationals coming up soon. So say the magic words and we're out. All right. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.